Welcome back. This is week 26 of the I Want to Know Christian Podcast. And I let mom do the introduction last week and she gave the wrong episode number. (laughs) This is 26. And today we are talking about an awesome topic, which is do our words have power? Yes. Do our words have authority? Oh, yes, they do. All right. Can our words be our own undoing? Oh, yes, they can. Oh, yes, amen. Yes, they certainly can. All right, Mom, why don't you start us off by telling us what today's foundational scripture is? The Word of God says in Matthew twelve thirty six, this is Jesus speaking, I tell you, everyone with will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every idle word, or some versions say careless word, you speak. That should be a little bit of a sobering thought. Yeah. That there's going to come a day. I mean, mm-hmm. how, just stop and think a minute. How many careless yes. words do we speak? In a day. If we had a recorder and could just listen to ourselves and play it back, it would probably shock us. The idle words that came out of our mouth that meant nothing and did nothing, you know, instead of the words we speak, they're supposed to encourage. Uh, we have to encourage one another. We should be encouraging words if we speak. It all should be the a time. blessing. Yes, as we speak to anyone, we should encourage them and edify words that edify, that exhort. Yes, and bring life to the situation. Uh, you know, it's a sad thing, but this world right now is speaking nothing but death words. They have no life in them. And, and full of hate. And I mean, you know, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Look at all the events that are going on in the world today. Yeah. We're faced with possibilities of wars. We're all the violence. There are cities out there right now, like in mm. California, New York. Where people are just breaking into stores yeah. and stealing the stuff, and and there there's no repercussion. No, no. I mean, people are are frightened. Well, the just the natural disasters. I mean, they're taking people's lives away from them. I mean, you're in a situation where a lot of people are very concerned, yes. very very worried, anxious. Yes, they are about what's going on, and when you're In that state, and we've talked about anxiety and worry before, Mm. when you're in that state, you're primed for the enemy to use you to hurt other people, Mm -hmm. to bring curses and, I'm going to say, damnation into your own life. Yes. You condemn yourself with your own words. words. Yes. It's just, it's so powerful and so true. But they, you know, people don't realize how powerful, once you speak a word out of your mouth, it doesn't just sit there. It goes into the universe. It, it, it's forever. Your words are powerful. Well, let's, let's lay some foundation here, Mom. We are made in the image of a God that used words to sling this world into existence. Into existence. Yes. He used words. words. Go back into Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, God spoke and it was. Mm -hmm. That is your father 
you are spirit as he is spirit. And he has given us a free will. And so when you speak, you are exercising your free will. You are speaking that will out. So if you speak out blessings and faith, words of faith, yes, then you're acting on faith and you're operating in, a, in blessings. But if all you can do is condemn yourself, condemn other people, condemn your situation, mm. you're just miserable all the time and you're saying you're spewing words full of hate, then you are exercising your will That's it. through your words. Yes. We're supposed to be like our Father in the image of Him. We are creators too. And what we speak out of our, out of our mouth should create like you're saying, Misty, good things, blessings. Amen. I mean, we have what we have. The power in our words are from our Father yes. and solely because of Him, um, not because of our own no. ability. No. But we operate in His system. In His, his kingdom. In His law. Yes. He, his rules of His house. I mean, and the Bible does not say that you can, that to say what you have. It doesn't say mm -hmm. go around saying, I have cancer, I have this, I have that, I'm oh, poor. Oh, this is killing me. I'm broken, yeah. busted, and disgusted. Yeah, those I, are words of death. I'm going to die, yeah. I'm getting old, I'm falling apart. Those are declarations that mm -hmm. you are putting out Not in there. the spirit. Yes. yes. Now get this. Things happen in the spirit before they happen in the natural. That's right. Your words are coming from your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. You're expressing your will because it's not just you using your lips and your tongue and your larynx, this body to speak. But it's the words that are coming forward are not from the body. Right? Mm -hmm. They're from the soul. Mm -hmm. And either you're going to choose, you're going to either submit your will, which is at that soul level, to God and speak words of life. Amen. Or you're going to submit to the flesh <laughs> and speak words of death. death. Right. Right. Well, like Mark 11.23 says, what does it say? Everybody knows this. Speak to the mountain, Woo! and it will fall. Hey, hey, you got a situation going on out there? You, you need to address and deal with it. You need to speak to it. Amen? Right. Well, in the, the scripture that you're referring to says that if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, yeah. you can speak to the mountain and basically tell it to move, and it will. Yeah. And it's because you're operating in your faith in God. Right. And how his system works. And also the another scripture. Uh, call those things that be not as though they are. Woo. Speak the words to call them forth. Amen. Well, one of my favorites is by his stripes ye were healed. Mm -hmm. Didn't say you will be healed said you were Christ took on the curse of the law on the cross for us 
sin, sickness, disease, death, all those things were at the, covered at the cross under the blood of Christ. And if we're speaking contrary words, then we're saying the blood of Christ was not good enough. That's right. That's right. So, next, I mean, I'm guilty of it just as much as the next person. Oh, my knees hurt. Oh, I can't get up out of this chair. Oh, my back's killing me. My back is killing me. Every, nobody is perfect. But, you know, when we do speak those words, maybe that's a moment that we need to repent. Right. And just say, you know what? I repent. I yeah. take that. I take that back. I I make that null and void. Yes. And instead, I speak now words of mind those life. words. I speak words of yes. life because Christ died on the cross for me. And his blood is more than enough. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that we're supposed to speak words of blessing. Right? Encouraging. Yes. Encouraging words. You know, in Ephesians 4.29, I won't read the scripture specifically, but Paul is saying that we're supposed to be, uh, we're supposed to avoid unwholesome words. Mm -hmm. The actual translation is rotten or foul. Wow. And if you go even deeper, the translation there is rotten, refers to rotten fruit. Mm -hmm. You know how we're supposed to bear good fruit. Yeah. You'll know them by their fruit. So if you are saying words that are not kind and hateful words to, to, to people, then you are operating in foul, rotten fruit. Mm -hmm. You're wondering why you're not seeing the manifestations in your life of the Holy Spirit. Maybe that's it. Mm -hmm. Because you can't go around condemning other people, running other people into the ground, gossiping. I mean, you know, the Bible compares that kind of thing right up there with stealing, lying. Uh, I think even one place it throws it in with murder. Right. And that Bible says murderers will not enter the kingdom of heaven. But that doesn't mean just murdering somebody, killing them. It, you can murder with your words. Right. You can become an obstacle mm -hmm. to somebody else in their walk with God. If you speak words that run someone down, you demoralize them, you become a stumbling block to them, then you may be contributing to that person not getting right with God and ultimately not getting into the kingdom of God because they're just so run down. They've got all kinds of all kinds of problems because you've been mistreated. Mm -hmm. That is a death, you know. That is murder because their eternal life is on the line. That's right. That's right. So we need to think before we open our mouth. Before we open our mouth, what's coming out of our mouth? And repent if we say something that we shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Be quick to repent, but repent. Slow to speak. The Bible says. No yes. wonder why we need to be slow to speak. Because we need to think about what's fixing to come out of our mouth, exactly. right? Exactly. We uh, spend a little more, bit more time before we speak. And I know that's a problem I've had in my life. Yeah. I've, I've got a mouth. I've said that on here before. And repenting isn't just saying, oh, God, I'm sorry. If you've done someone wrong, you've got to go back to that person and try to make it right. right. Well, I'm going back to calling those things that be not as though they are. If there's something you need, and, and you have a word from the Lord on it, and you believe you've heard from the Lord, 
You need to start opening that mouth and calling that thing forth with the words out of your mouth to bring it into existence here on earth. Now, I'm not wholeheartedly buying into the name it and claim it Mm -mm. ministry that a lot of people teach. Uh, Because sometimes, you know, we have to realize things are in God's timing. Paul prayed for the thorn to be removed from his side over and over and over again, and it didn't happen. Right. Okay? So there's a reason sometimes that God does not allow things to occur, uh, that he, in his wisdom, knows is for our benefit. Right. And like I said, when you're calling things that be not, you have to have a word from the Lord. And if you have, whoo, you've got something now. That word, your words are going to have power backing them up. And you just keep speaking that forth and it will come. Well, and you can, you can go to God. And mm-hmm. You can say, God, and if this is something that you want from me. Mm-hmm. But if it's not something you don't want from me, close every door. Create hindrances and obstacles because I don't want it if you don't want it for me. Yes. Yes, and even if it matters. Even if the world thinks it's the most wonderful thing, if God doesn't want me to have it, then I don't want it. Right? Right. But if you just listen to other people speak, Misty, just sit back and listen sometimes. I mean, talk about speaking idle words. And sometimes I'm just sitting there thinking, my goodness, they don't even have an idea what they're saying out of their mouth to begin with. But boy, they're just wasting time. Somebody's time. Well, they're certainly wasting their time. They're wasting their time as far as God's purpose for them. Yes. You know, there is no fulfillment. There is no true fulfillment in our life when we're operating outside of the plan, purpose, and design that God has for us individually. I mean, for a God that counts every hair on our heads, (laughs) he has a purpose, not just here in this life, but in the world that is to come. Mm -hmm. You know, when Christ returns and we have the millennium, you know, everyone will have a purpose that's unique to what they were created for. And if we're just sitting around doing idle things, why don't we talk about what idle things, what you think idle things are, or um, like you said, careless things. Things, I mean, everybody needs to have fun. Everybody needs to unwind and have some enjoyment. We're not talking about that. No. But careless, being careless with your words. Mm-hmm. Um, casually saying hate, mean things to people. Uh, things like that. Um, like you said, like we talked about before. Oh, my back. Oh, my knees. Or auto words. Just, I mean, auto words that, you know, don't have no meaning to them. You're like sitting there thinking, what in the world are they talking about? What do they mean by that? That's just crazy what they just said. Sometimes people just talk to, just to hear the sound of their own voice. Yeah. Yeah, words that just don't have no meaning. A real purpose. No. And that's a, you, I don't know about you. That's a sobering thought because yeah. I'm thinking, how long am I going to be sitting in on Judgment Day listening to a, a recollection of all my idle words? Yeah, every, I, I tell you, everyone will, will have to give an account. Everyone, that means everyone on this earth will give an account that day 
uh, in the judgment day for every idle or worthless word that came out of their mouth. Well, you know, that should tell you right there that your words have power. Oh, yes. You know, because if God, if your words had no power, God if your word had, <laughs> had no meaning, <laughs> why would he care if you spoke idle that's words? That's true. There you go. Now you're speaking truth, Misty. Yeah, that's... That should t- that should be more than enough evidence, mm-hmm. right there. I mean, why would he care for what you're saying out of your mouth, especially every word, every word, every word? Jesus had a few things to say about about words. Uh, over in the book of Matthew, chapter twelve, he says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa! How true is that? Have you ever said something and immediately go, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. It's because it's in your heart. Yes. You may not be giving it conscious thought, but in your subconscious. Well, just hit your head on a cabinet and watch what comes out of your mouth. If, even if you're thinking, if you don't like someone, and you, even if you don't make it known, you don't say anything to, you've never said anything to anybody, you've never gossiped, Guess what? It's in your heart. That's it. And eventually, something's going to happen, and it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. So we need to be realizing that what we put in through our eyes, ears, thoughts, is going to come out mm-hmm. at some point. If you're putting out filth, then you're putting in filth. If you're putting out hate and... and uh, hurtfulness, then you're that's what you're thinking about. Well, same thing if all you're putting in is ignorant, stupid, and foolish things into your mind, they're going into your heart. Yeah, and before you know it, that's all you're going to be speaking out of your mouth ignorant, stupid, and foolish things. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I don't know if I told this story before, but I think I did about how uh, God eventually dealt with me on. Um, having a potty mouth, you know, cursing. And uh, it took a while for him to get to that because I was such a mess, but he did get to it eventually. And I pretty much broke a lot of that behavior, but not completely, right? But some of the worst stuff I had stopped. Well, I remember one day I came in, I hit my foot or my leg <laughs> on the side of my of uh, something in my house, and it actually broke the skin. It hurt bad. And the first thing that came out of my mouth, and this is not that long ago, the first thing that came out of my mouth was not a kind word. <laughs> and it was a word that I had not probably spoken in a, a year or two. And I thought, where did that come from? And immediately, the, the the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and said, "Well, you're watching people that are using that language." Mm. And I thought to myself, "You know, you're right. I don't like it when, but I kind of dismiss it because you know I think you kind of let things go because deep down you don't want to lose something that you enjoy." But I had to start really taking a harder look at some of the stuff I was watching. Yes. If if it was opposed to the word of God. Yes. Then I had to get I had to work on getting and you rid know, of it. You it, know, it's sad it's come to that because about everything on TV 
everything you turn it on any mm-hmm. anywhere anymore is it's just full of cursing it seems like and depressing words depression de- oppression whatever you want to call it words that are that they're speaking constantly all through the whole movie or whatever you're watching and you're thinking my gosh don't they know anything yet don't they know that what they're saying is is destroying them and they'll have children in these movies children mm-hmm. and they're feeding these children these things god have mercy Parents, wake up. Wake up to what's going Amen. on in your schools. Amen. What your kids are being taught. What's being taught around them. People that they're around that may be uh, just as guilty as the teachers need to stop it. Need to stop it. You're hurting God's children. Amen. And I know not everybody can do this. But if I had a child, a, young, a school-aged child, both of my children are grown. But if I had a child that was of school age right now, I would homeschool. Amen. They would not be in a public school. By because them. there is so no. much trash no. in these school systems and things that are coming forth from even from these teachers that and they have no business saying to God's children. And it's just going to get worse. I'm going to tell you out there right now, you need to know that these things are happening are right in the Bible, prophesied that all of this that you're seeing now, all this bad things and uh, chaos and corruption and all this, it is prophesied. It was prophesied long ago in the Word of God that it would start coming. And as it does, we're in the end times. We're in the end times that the Bible talks about. And we need to get ready because it's just going to get worse. Yeah, uh, it's just startling. And I really wish I had paid more attention to even when my kids Mm. were in school. Because that's when a lot of this stuff started, was that generation. Yes, yes. You know, the millennial generation, Gen Z, Gen Z especially, but it really, a lot of it really started with the millennial generation. As parents, we need to guard the eyes and ears of our children. Yes. That's, I say that in all sincerity. Mm-hmm. You are responsible now, for that I child. Agree. If, if I had any children now, I don't care if they was teenagers, I would not allow them to be in a public school no more. Everybody has a situation. You may not be able to do that. You may be in a home where both of you have to work. That's understandable. But if, if you have children and you have the option to homeschool them, I, I would. Yes. Yes. I would because this what's go what's being done. I mean, it's indoctrination. Mm-hmm. It really is desensitizing, desensitizing them to brainwashing, all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah. What I asked, and I know this is a little bit off topic. I ask you, what sense? In what world does it make sense that a kindergartner or, or an elementary school kid be taught about? sexualization of things you're over sexualizing children let them be kids yes you know when I was in school granted I'm old okay (laughs) that was back in the 70s and 80s but when I was in (laughs) they didn't even think about that stuff till we were in middle school and we only got a little smattering of it and then we got like a more in, in a high school 
But they're like first and second graders. Yeah, I, I, I can't understand it. Just can't understand it. But yeah, so we need to be accountable for what we see, what we hear, what we allow into our heart. And then what we allow to come out of our mouth. And what is going to come out. Because you're going to be held accountable for what's come out of your mouth. And it's not just because you spoke it and that's God's system and your words have power. But the real reason why you're going to be accountable is because it came from your heart. Yes. Yes. That's what. That's why God makes us accountable for the, those idle words. Because it's not only are you speaking things into existence that are ridiculous and careless, but you're speaking them from your heart. Truly the way you really feel about it. Exactly. Well, I mean, they're just, they're just careless. There's no point to it. Yeah. We need to honor the fact that God has a system that he has laws. And, and the Bible tells us about those laws. And we need to be aware of the right and the wrong ways. There's a reason why we need to protect ourselves. Yes. All right. Well, I think that we've... I, I really feel like you, you can't do justice to this topic. No. Because... I mean, we are so condemned by our own words. Yes, we are, Misty. You cannot operate in faith and speak words of fear and doubt. Disbelief. You cannot operate in love, which is the great commission from Christ himself, and be speaking words of hate. Yes. And loathing Mm -hmm. and running people down and making them feel like they're you know they're just tearing them apart you just you can't you're either going one way or the other yes you are it's like i said a minute ago watching a tv show if i see it start just so unhappy and they're depressed and they're hollering and they're crying and all this on this i turn it i turn it i ain't gonna watch that especially if it, if now the curse words start flying uh-uh i don't need that that's death Right, absolutely. All right. Well, guys, we sure appreciate the fact that you've listened to the end. As always, we just, we're just here doing what we believe that the Lord is leading us to do. This is freely given and always will be. However, if you feel that God is leading you to support this ministry, we are affiliated with a physical church uh, the father's house in Alabama and if you would like to contribute to the ministry you can do that Um, if you want to do it to the church directly or if you want to support the I want to know Christian podcast uh, but only if you feel like God is telling you to do that yes and we will continue to do this whether you contribute or you don't. Yes. Uh, we're not here fishing for anything. Just telling you if you feel led to do it, do it. If you don't, don't. Um, we, you can always find us on the Father's House website. www.thefathershouseboc. That stands for Body of Christ. Dot com. And... 
we just love you and we wish the best for you and we just pray that God is with you and that this week we just we pray that you be more thoughtful with your words more intentional and speak words of life yes and speak words of blessing use good and not evil exactly I put before you blessings and cursings now you choose yes so here's your choice alright well God bless you we will see you next Tuesday say goodbye Pastor Glenda goodbye you should have said goodbye Pastor Glenda goodbye Pastor Glenda (laughs) (laughs) ain't you funny but everybody out there we hope you have a blessed week and be good everybody be good Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.